It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, here's 93.7 at Tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake, sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Monday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, Bill Bush on early break. Fun show so far. To get the podcast Fun. at theticketfm.com. Discuss XFL. Discuss Nebraska basketball. Lots, <laughs> lots of Husker basketball talk today. A, yes. full, a full half hour of full Husker basketball hour. talk. like to have you. gotten to it more that 630 to 7 <laughs> range. But, uh, Just couldn't quite pull it off from 630 to 7 because we did it for the full half hour right, before right. that. But we're inside, working on inside that. Joke to anybody inside out there. Yeah, quick shout out. Um, I, you guys, I'm going off script here, but I want to give a quick shout out to Brent C. Wagner. I was reading yes, right out of his. Brent. Yeah, I was reading right out of his story in the Journal Star earlier. Thank. And Brent, Bill, you don't know this because you're a kind of a newbie. Um, he's a breaker. He's a major breaker. breaker. He loves. He listens to the show daily. Um, I think he's even listening with you on, which is something <laughs> <laughs> right here. And Bill. off the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cracks himself up. Hey, um, then we don't want to get back to Carter Nelson real fast. We so do. We yeah. Leave Bill into a story here. Uh, yeah. Carter Nelson. You went up to see him in Ainsworth. Yeah. Here's a deal. With... He's top player in the state. Yeah. Great high jumper, great pole vaulter. Also. And a great football player. He's a tight end. An athlete. Pure athlete. Yeah. He's a tight end. Now he's open to playing receiver and he's got that kind of speed. That's the thing. He's four or five forty. Um, He's got 22 Power 5 offers. Rule, with along with Marcus Satterfield and Ed Foley, were up there, and they ate it to Elks Lodge. They were up there recently. Marcus Freeman has flown in, uh, the Notre Dame coach. And and he just got an offer from Alabama on Thursday. Nick Saban called Carter Nelson, gave him a scholarship offer. So that's kind of the way it works, right, Bill? It does work that way. It, it's always interesting, and this isn't to, to, to single him out or anyone. Just how it works in college football is is the question would always be is like, is it committable? Hmm. So that's always the first wow. thing. Like, so when Good Coach point. Saban called him, if he said that sounds awesome, I'll take it. Is it a committable offer, and does that hold up over time? Because sometimes how offers work is, I know for myself. So let's just say you're at LSU, you could offer anyone you wanted. If out recruiting, you'd have Coach Ogeron offer anyone you wanted from Maryland, Texas, Iowa, doesn't – don't mess with in-state. You do not mess with – you don't randomly just offer someone from in-state because that is – you know, because basically in-state has to be in, – in your mind, it's a committable offer. So you always have – so all these off, – the offers never match the numbers. And so, like, right now, Alabama, LSU, Florida, probably Nebraska. I'm not sure what the numbers are with these different schools, but they'll have a couple hundred offers out. When obviously they can only take twenty something of them. So what is committable? Yeah. What is the plan? So that's always the, the thing that comes up when people start firing, lobbing bullets in because because what happens is once you see someone's offered him, all of a sudden if Alabama's offered him right there, then he'll probably have three or four SEC offers this week. Right. The somebody four, else. Four, four somebody George, else will. will yeah. They'll just build a hey we're offering you Georgia will offer four Georgia right. coaches followed him yeah. on Thursday right after Alabama's offer. I yeah. think it was after Alabama's offer. Now I got a question for you, Bill. Also, is it something something happens like this sometimes where Saban now Saban 
did offer him himself. Like he talked to him directly, which is a problem. Sure, that's sign. absolutely. And obviously he's very worthy of that. Yeah. Yeah, who he is. Yes. The question I have is, does that mean does Alabama firmly offer anybody that doesn't camp there in the summer? Does that mean you gotta come to our camp? Basically it'd be the same thing as like we were at LSU. You were told right away, even if you offered someone and he might be one of your top targets and he committed it was well known that your commitment is also based on you showing up to camp this summer. In June. In June. You're going to show up here. Mm-hmm. Like I said, in my years there, we were 99.9% on guys we signed that came to camp. Let's see wow. that. And the only wow. one that didn't come to camp was Apu Ika, who started for us as a half the – started numerous games as a true freshman at Nose Guard, Ooh. then transferred to Baylor after there was a changeover there. He went to Baylor. I believe he was the Pac-12 – was he the was defensive player of the year Big a year 12. ago? Big, Big 12. 12. Yeah. It's not Pac-12, Big 12. Uh, and obviously is, is ranked right now as the number two Nose Guard uh, coming into the NFL draft. He was a true so, freshman Nose Guard? True freshman, yeah, true oh. freshman. And anyways, my point is – but but – he had a committable offer, and like that, and there was something came up with him with camp. It wasn't like I don't do camp; it was an injury or some sort of that that he wasn't able to participate in camp. But he did come back to campus during that time for an unofficial. Okay, but that's always the thing is, you know, is it committable, non-committable? And that's where it always gets back to the if you change, there's always there's always a conversation about okay, kids can sign. You can imagine that right now if it's like he can sign. Yeah, if he could sign with yeah. somebody, make it really interesting. Oh God, that all of a sudden be, it's yeah. like all of a sudden, like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. you can sign. You want you want to go? You want to go? To that Alabama? would be. You think about that though. Okay, now just think about that. What you're saying is fascinating. If if a kid can sign on the dot right that day, yeah. now think about the impulsive decisions that would be made. Well, uh, I got Saban on the line, Dad. I think I'm just going to do this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Understandable, right? right? And all of a sudden, but right. it, it would it also remarkably settle the offers down. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, it's yes. going to be, it would settle Good it point. down yeah. tremendously because all of a sudden he takes it. He's like, going, okay. That's probably a good thing, but now what if we need a tight end from the portal? What if we need this? Mm. We don't know. There's a lot of stuff oh, yeah. happening early. Hard. So it goes down a lot of rabbit holes, and there's not a perfect way to do it. But people always talk about you know, that. Well, there's offers out that. That's and, and here's the deal. As an assistant coach, you manage your people. So all of a sudden, you get the, you get the uh, hey, uh, it's March right now, and you're recruiting someone, you know, you're a year out, whatever. He's like, hey, I think he wants to commit. You better manage that. You better be on with with the coaching staff, and then, or you better have a way also to be able to hold that off in some fashion, you know, with it yeah. uh, of that because every number always affects another number. Which means it's yeah. like right now, if a quarterback jumps in and commits, then a lot of quarterbacks just drop off, and someone's like, "Well, ah, we still really want that guy." Right. Well, that's going to be hard with See, this. It'd be, there'd be a lot of complications in that in that scenario. Think now. Think about this though. If if that were the rule, and a kid could could sign. Anytime. Think about the fear in Matt Rule's staff with all these coaches coming after Carter Nelson. I mean, this is now I don't know, Bill, I don't I don't know if you I was thinking about this this weekend if you would take issue with me saying something like this. Now I'm not, I probably will, the way yeah. you've led into it. Yeah. Most yeah. Likely. I'm gonna you Jake, set yourself you up for a great, massive it's a great lead in here. Yeah. And you tell Can't me, Jake, if goes. you take issue with it. I'm saying and I don't mind saying it. I'm saying Nebraska needs to get this kid. I don't say that about every in-state player, but this is the kind of guy you got to get. All right, he's the number one player in the state. He's clearly a freaky athlete because of the seven-foot high jump, pole vaulter. He, I mean, he, he could do six events and do well at state. 
Yeah, okay. that's that's just phenomenal. Right. It really is. It, this is the kind of guy yeah, he's you got to get. You want to you 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 want to get. Is that him, is that out of line for me to no, say that? No, that's not out of line. Okay. But then it, you got to get him. There's there's certain things and, and decisions you have to be made, and that's made by your staff on your on your as a whole. Generally, obviously, head coach down on where things that go. Like in in the Nick Saban's Kirby Smart world, like that, they're the judge and jury. They're the ones making the decision. The head okay. coach is. Okay. He's the one making that. That's a committable offer. I'll take that okay. offer. Also, don't panic sometimes. Sometimes we'd be in there and it'd be, well, should we take that? It's like, you know, Coach O would be like, yeah, take it. I don't care. Take it. Take his off. Take his commitment. It'll work itself out. Okay. It'll, it'll all work itself out. That's still if he's touching. supposed to, if he's supposed to be here, he'll be here. If he's not supposed to be here, we'll figure that out. How does out. a player know though if it's it's committable or not though? From a standpoint? the question. Well, sometimes you have to be point blank and ask. Usually, it's the usually the head coach. The will player ask has it. to ask. The, the head or the coach will re, will talk about that. Hey, is this committable committable offer? If he calls you tomorrow, are you taking his offer? Well, what does the but yeah. well, again, Jake asked, how does the player? Know? How, how does the player know if it's committable? Uh, they'll usually, like I said, you, you have to ask the hard question. The or, player does. Or if it's you, you say that out loud to them, just like the because everyone knows in the game how it works. So you always, if you're talking to someone, if you're talking to parents, if I was talking to his parents from Alabama and I was the assistant coach, I'd be letting mom and dad know whoever involved that. Just so you know, this is a committable offer. This okay. is a committable offer. So, but they'll want to again like that. It when they'll still want to see. A lot of further things, but he just has such ridiculous numbers and film when it all adds up. Sometimes you have this like, well, look at his track numbers, and then, and then you look at his film. You See, go, oh, that's no, you're just right. okay. That's just not, there's a lot of that like that. Or you look at his film, it's like, that's really good. And then it's like, well, you know, he's, he's a corner. What's he run? Oh, he's 11 6. Yeah, it's like, no, oh, it can't, don't oh, work. Oh, no, it's, oh. no, this is an interesting discussion. Because Saban said, Saban said the seven foot high jump is what got his attention. That got his attention. Um. Now, people are also going to wonder: Has he narrowed it down? No, he's not narrowed down anything. He's got twenty-two Power Five offers. If you talk to him, he's smart. Carter Nelson's a smart kid. He he's a good poker player. He's not. You can't tell who his top schools are. It's very difficult. He knows better than to say anything too good about anybody. Um, now, does it mean anything that? Marcus Freeman flew in there, flew into Ainsworth Regional Airport. Dang. Marcus Freeman he flew sure in. Does. Yeah, yeah it does. It means, I mean, obviously, your, your, your time Jake, is valuable. Jake flew in. So, yeah. and then obviously, whenever he did fly in, it's the same thing we talked about what can be done. He, you know, he couldn't sit and meet with him at the time. No. So it wasn't like he, he just Good point. flew in, showed up at the school, probably had a practice, whatever. There was yeah. some sort of bottom line. It's like, oh, the, the head coach from Notre Dame, he's right there. He, he's right there. He's watching me. So, is that pretty cool? Yeah. That also tells me with 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 the with the traffic he's getting, I would imagine a lot of these are committable offers. I'm just telling you how it works. I got you. Uh, that, so I'm not saying his. Don't get me wrong here. Not saying he doesn't have committable offers. I'm just telling you how it works when you get because yeah. right now he's going to get if he's at 22, he'll be probably like at 40 by the end of this week because all of a sudden it just starts. What happens is all of a sudden it starts popping. Uh, now this is different because there's so many schools that don't have Nebraska even on their map. And this kid's an angel so in Sandhills. So where it blows up is all of a sudden it's like your your area is Southern California. You got L.A. and San Diego, and then all of a sudden Alabama offers someone in your area, or it's also oh, some people are going like, yeah, all right, it's from Nebraska. That's the, we don't really recruit that area, so we're going to kind of go down our own path. Oh, the Pac-12 hasn't even it, yeah. nope. I don't think any Pac-12 teams, not not the big ones, are in on him. But his dad said that's probably next, and they want what they want to do is visit somewhere out west, somewhere out east. They'll obviously visit Nebraska. Nebraska's clearly in this. Um, 
but I, it's 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 really undetermined. To, yeah. That it's it's a, it's it's going to get interesting. To, and, and I saw him, so I'm I'm very interested. To me, this would this would be really a lot more painful for Nebraska to lose someone like that from a small town than like from Omaha because Omaha, you know, they they, they have the big schools coming all the time. You know, we saw like the top four players of a year or two ago go to different right. schools outside the state. They're already looking that way. You you think a, a kid from small town Nebraska is a Husker through and through? Well, they are. Even Huskers though that, through and through, yeah, and that's why doesn't it, mean it, they're going to get. If he were to go somewhere else, that would hurt more than an Omaha kid going out of state. Yeah, I agree. I think I right. I think mm-hmm. I. Think my, I in my opinion, that, that yeah. yeah, he grew up here. Um, like I think I'm 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 from Beatrice. Cam Jurgens, you know, he, LS, yeah. LSU was after Cam Jurgens. We know, and, and other other schools. He was a, a hot, he was a four star player. A, people wanted him. It would have hurt Beatrice. To, and and the state to see Cam Jurgens go oh, yeah. outside oh, the state. Yeah. He's not a Lincoln no, or hurt. Omaha kid. He's a small town kid. Right. That hurts. Yeah, I agree. But he came into Nebraska. He's an NFL player. You catch an advantage now with with uh, name, image, and likeness, because your name, image, and likeness in Nebraska is really big. Because right now we just Good spent point. a section on someone from the Sandhills. Yep. So that has a lot of carryover in this state. The Sandhills don't carry over in Atlanta. No, they, there's no. They're like, okay, what, he's got that? a great player. Yeah, but where there'd be options for him to be in, in really good shape uh, with that. So I think that's good. The other thing that's interesting is, so he's a tight end, right? Tight end, yes. Tight end. Really good player, correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So right now, Kelsey's probably the best tight end in the NFL. Travis Kelsey, Ar- at least arguably. We all know that there, yeah. there's others, but arguably the best tight end in the NFL. And, and at this point in time, no one even knew his name. He's a two star that went to Cincinnati. Yep. No one even knew. One thing about him, mm-hmm. like that now he's a quarterback, I believe. And the different things. My point is, the best, one of the best players in the NFL right now was a two-star at this time at the mm-hmm. same position. So that's how look just crazy how things you know how things look mm-hmm. when you when you're evaluating uh, the the whole yeah, setup. That's true. Like that's that. true. Everybody wants him to be offense. The first thing that sounds to me like as explosive as he is. I'm like, like that's that that's like an NFL. Oh that's, no, but here's that's the an thing. NFL defensive end. That's it's, that, that's it's like just, a. Oh, it's fascinating. That's like a Bosa type. Uh, I got tell you. I got to tell you though, it's fascinating. I'm glad you brought that up. There's a school. I will not name name him. I'll tell you off the air. There's a school that mentioned to him. That mentioned to him, we like we like to look at you on defense. Mm-hmm. You, you don't want, want he doesn't that. want anything no to do defense. with that. Don't don't go to to him with that. I'm telling you, college coaches out there, if you're going to recruit Carter Nelson, mm. don't even mention defense. He wants to play offense. That was a deal breaker. That was a deal breaker for this kid. Yeah, good job by this. Good job by the school. Yeah, they told him, "Hey, here's the deal. We want you to play defense." Because he might, it might have been also might have been one of those things like we're gonna throw it out there. He might be like, you know, that's I see myself as a as a defender. Maybe. And then, then, yeah. then, then they gain an advantage. Then they gain an advantage. That's and true. Instead of instead of just trying to be one of the all right of the because all he's, he's going to end up at a elite elite school. He's going to be a Nebraska. Ohio State, Michigan, Alabama, Georgia, somewhere in that area. He's going to be at, at that. So if you're going to fire a bullet somewhere, yeah. fire it on the other side okay. of him, he might be like going, oh, wow, you know what? I've I guess you, could re- you can recover from that too. Yeah, I know if I'm that coach, I might say, you know, I mentioned Carter Nelson, you may be playing defense. Don't worry about that. You you're you can play tight end. Or, see, here's a talk about him that's interesting. Just keep in mind, 6'4", 215 right now as a junior in mm-hmm. high school. Yeah. He'd like to – he's – he kind of likes the idea of playing just wide out. Now that's a big wide out, but he likes that idea. Can't get too much bigger than no weight wise. No, well, it, obviously, what you five, want there, you want to have him to have the ability to block. Yeah, because you're an eleven personnel, and he can be attached to the formation, or they'll do a ton of builds with him. Where the Alabama was really good at that under Sarkeesian. Everyone does it, but he was really good with it. And builds are they line up in ten picture, so the the tight end is detached. Any motions back in to build a tight end in the core. 
Okay. And they add, they and they add him from everywhere. So it all makes a big difference a lot when you're trying to defend him with where he ends up and how he lines up. And so he can line up out there Good and they point. can throw it to him. Yeah. Then he can come back in and can, if he can still the, block if, if, he, if he can't block anybody, then that will be a mm. deficit to you as the tight end spot. But this is you're very valuable in some ways, Bill. And, 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 just and, in some. Yeah, some just in, okay, <laughs> here's a, here's yeah. an example. Text line, give me one thing I think I'm valuable at. I think the walkie talkie thing today is still the best. You yeah, you yeah. have a place on this show somewhere. I don't know where. But but here's one place. Okay, here's what I was thinking. Okay, this is a this is a dude now. All right. But he's out there in the Sand Hills. He's not playing against great competition. So how do you know how he's going to do, especially as a blocker, when he's blocking guys that are not my size? On you know, he's blocking on guys on Friday nights who are 5'10", 185. That's a now, concern. Yeah, now how's he look? Now this is what you got to try to measure, Jake. How's he going to look when he's blocking guys his size and bigger? Mm. And how and how's he going to How's he going to hold up when he's, when he's blocking dogs that have as much dog in them as he does or more? I've seen guys at Nebraska go away, just go away. They just couldn't do it. They, have you seen that? Yeah. They just don't handle Everyone's that. Everyone's seen it. It, 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 it. That is a tough position. And anymore you don't see, it hardly happens at all, where, where the tight end is in line and you have to play against a six technique, which is a head-up defender. Which is a defensive end, which could, which could be in in the in the right leagues could be in that six five two sixty. Imagine like a Bosa, and you're the tight end, and it's like, hey, I like to I like to I like to split out, and I can throw bubble screens to me. Now come in here and line up with your hand in the dirt and block that guy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't usually end, doesn't go well for you. That's why there's a lot of we call it split zone or away zone where where they're blocking back, yeah. and then all they have to be able to do is they're kind of in the way. They're gonna, okay. they're going to cut the guy off right there. It's you, you, there's not a lot of old school head up six and nine techniques where it's like I've got to block this guy. I got to try to manhandle this outside linebacker. Mm-hmm. That you don't see that quite as much. So that's why they have the advantage to be able to do the things that they okay. do uh, with that. That makes sense. Yeah, you know, the Iowa tight ends always draw a bunch of uh, interest in the NFL because they line up mm. and they, they're, they're attached oh, most of the time. Jake. They're attached most of the time and they have to block people and they block them in practice. So Can okay, you imagine? Now, there, there was questions about Austin Allen, who's a first-team All-Big Ten tight end at Nebraska, and he was with the Giants, didn't get drafted, but he's a practice squad player, but not, not exactly playing that much in the NFL. Why is it different for him versus the guys you mentioned there for Iowa? Um, with with Austin at that point, what a great young man! I was around him last year when I was just kind of you know hanging around the office, and what a great human, really talented player. I think something that by the if there's any negative with Austin would just be his length, that he's so tall that the under under pads is probably hard leverage. sometimes. Leverage, leverage would be leverage. a little bit of an issue. He has such a big target, uh, easily probably you know he could have caught twenty more balls because he was a matchup nightmare. And, he, and his work ethic was really, really good. Could have been much more productive uh, in, in those things. But that would be the only thing I would say with, with Austin Tim. would Jake. be sometime with leverage in his Two size. Jake, you know what you don't want to see? You don't want to see Carter Nelson go to Iowa. Oh, uh, no. New. I know you're a closet fan, but I'm I don't not, even think you would. Fan. I don't even think not you a, would. I, I know this. I don't think you when would. When we beat Iowa this year, Jake was so-so. I, no, I, I got not nothing. That's did, did, I get a, did I get a text from you? I didn't have your number. Back then, uh, doesn't Bill. matter. I didn't have your number back uh, then. Yeah, yeah, didn't, didn't but get if, a text. I, if you did, I would have, I would have texted you gladly, saying, "Way to go, Bill." Way, but I, I way to go, that, Bill. What a uh, what off a great the beaten path. You're gonna like this. Oh, here we go. Off the text off the from Lance Leipold. Website: Tampa Two Defense Football Coaching Guide. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't. I the tight. The tied, I don't need that. Lance. The tight end position is yeah. a Tampa two nightmare. Is it to defend Why? to defend the tight end? He's got open access. He's got free access down the field. So he sets up, and that's why you saw. It's always like, why is Kelsey wide open? There was a lot of vision coverage against so, uh, throughout the whole throughout the season and throughout the playoffs. Like, how, why is he wide open? Well, he's really tough, you know, tough to cover man to man. But he had a lot of vision defense, which means he can sit down and spot. So every route is converted. So if he's starting on a, on a crossing route and it's zone, you just stop and hook up. You don't keep running to the next guy. Right. You know, obviously, if it's man, I'm going to continue on. So it's all. And those guys are so good at converting to what's happening to them on the routes. So they're, they're making decisions on the fly. On the fly. And the quarterback's making it with them. So it's everything. Oh. That's why seeing the rotation uh, of the safeties and the snap of the ball and all those things that they can see, all the, all those stuff, that makes a big, big, big difference for them. Sometimes I think when you see a ball, a, a quarterback throw a ball, you're like, what was that? That just means that he was out of – they got out of alignment with that decision on the fly, right? You see it a lot with the, with the, even with the great quarterbacks. All of a sudden, they just like they they just eat it. They throw it away. You know, okay, they got us. I, I thought it was this. This happened. We're not in the right situation. You know, you'll, you'll talk about the you'll hear all the time the kill kill, and they're trying to get back into the right oh, play yeah. or do some different things with it. That doesn't happen much. And then also that's where the where teams are so different. Like you said, we play some teams like this year. Indiana was one that was unreal. Yeah. How fast they're going. There's no kill kill. There's no. They, they don't give one crap what you're in. Really? They're going to run their play. Really? No, they're going to snap it. They want to snap like the that. ball as fast so as they can. I like that. And so they're not trying to – That's so I used to use the term a lot of times, I use it to our advantage. Hurry up to screw it up. Because a lot of times they'll go fast and they'll screw it up because of different looks and things you're doing with them. So they're counting on you guys not being real sound, not having your, your feet set, all those little things. So that's how you, that's how you defend that, that, that part of it. That's interesting. Hey, Jake, thanks for letting us talk about Carter Nelson. Of I don't mind I talking about Carter Nelson. That's a real deal. Again, again maybe understand, I do not say that it's not committable. I'm just talking how, oh, how it works uh, in, in college football. That makes sense. That makes sense. Thank you. That was, that was we, fun. Hey, we can hold that topic. We will. We will. For tomorrow. Also, I like that topic. When we come back, I have a, an update on a stat for Nebraska basketball, which is not going to be the most friendly thing, despite a nice three Well, that would be through. nice if we talk of that between 630 and 7. Yeah, sometimes. I know. We'll do We'd it like right to now, have that between 630 and 7, because <laughs> that's where basketball got left out. More next on Early Break on the Ticket. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. 2023 Aria has limited availability. All-wheel drive expected availability early 2023, subject to change. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial.